everybody. Hi, everyone from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. I'm Rachel. And coming up on the show today, uh, we're going to be talking about, ugh, we're going to be talking about dreams. Don't worry, everybody. We're not going to be telling stories about our favorite dreams. Or People love like talking <laughs> about their dreams. People do love talking about their dreams. That's not what we're going to be doing. We're going to be talking about some of the faulty thinking that surrounds dreams and dream interpretation and all that kind of stuff. Because um, last night I had a real doozy of a dream. A nightmare. A bit of a nightmare. Um, I was up for a while and it kind of just got me thinking. And uh, and so, yeah, we'll be talking about that. And then on the second half of the show, we'll be talking about that. First, we'll be getting to the news. Before we get to that, though, uh, an announcement. In two weeks, we're going to be celebrating our 600th episode. Congrats. Yeah. Um, and we're going to celebrate it by doing a live taping of the show on Saturday the 3rd, June 3rd, at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. So that might be a little bit of awkward time for some of you. But if you'd like to join in, send us an email and put in the subject line 600th episode. And we'll put you on the mailing list for um, all the all the Zoom information and how to join up and all that, that kind of stuff. That will be fun. It should be fun. Um, we haven't done any kind of online meetup in a while. And they're always fun. We plan on doing like a little Q&A afterward. Nice. Um, actually, we might actually... Uh, incorporate the Q and A into the mm -hmm. show is kind of what we're thinking at this point. Yeah. So let us know. And uh, to email us, just send it to our regular email address, podcast at thank God I'm atheist.com. All right. Well, first I've got a fun little story here about a school in Indiana um, that it, this is in Fort Wayne as far as much as I can gather. These are uh, at the Carroll high school. Uh, where the administration uh, a couple months ago has canceled or, well, they canceled the planned spring play and substituted with another one mm. because uh, they were concerned about some aspects of the play. Apparently there's a, a non-binary character in the, in the play <laughs> and a same-sex couple. Uh, the the, the oh. title of the play is Marion. The True Tale of Robin Hood. Oh, wow. And I guess there's this like thing where like the same actor who plays Marion also plays Robin Hood. Oh. And it sort of turns out that they're two sides of the same person or something. How interesting. Which is, yeah. And well, this was too much for the administration. They got very concerned. Uh, they they try to pass it off as concern for the children themselves, their physical well-being. Um, this is from the superintendent, uh, Wayne Barker. Uh, I know there were people who were upset that the play was being considered to be put on. I think there was worry about protests and things like that. So they were just trying to keep the, they didn't want to ruffle any feathers. They didn't want to put the kids in harm's way is what they're saying. Well, nonetheless, the kids were having none of it. Uh, they, they, the school picked out an, a new s spring play and the theater kids participated. Of course oh, they will, right? They're good spirits. Because they're theater kids. Yeah. They, they want to be are, in a play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know these kids. These I grew up in a household of two high school theater teachers. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
I know these people. Oh, we should have let you do this. They, <laughs> <laughs> these people are unique and some of the best, most enthusiastic, most positive people yeah. in the whole world. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't surprise me that they would go, okay, we'll just redo a, another play. We'll do another yeah, play then. We'll do another play. But they also decided that they were going to do the play, just not as part of a school Marian. project. They're doing Marion. They're doing Marion. Uh, a couple of the kids got in touch with Fort Wayne Pride. Uh, that's the local um, gay rights mm-hmm. organization that puts on their pride events um, for the LGBTQ community every year. And uh, together with Fort Wayne Pride, the students launched a crowdfunding campaign to pay for Good. a play. They, as of recording, they've raised over $82,000. <gasps> Wow, this is going to be a production. Yeah, they've brought in a, a director from New York. Oh my God, <laughs> this is amazing! <laughs> a Fort Wayne native who's who went to New York and is in theater. Oh my God, I, don't, I know, love it. I don't know who he is. Get or, these kids to Broadway. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and so they're they're putting it on. So this is like one of those stories where it's like it starts horrible because it has bigoted parents uh, kind of getting their way. Right? Yeah. But then ultimately, like, this is a great story. Yeah. Right. Of kids just being like, well, no, who cares what if the, if they shut us down? Yeah. We'll just, we'll just go elsewhere. And so the same kids who would have been involved are all going over their, their, because I mean, they, the play had been cast already yeah. at the school before it got shut down. And so it sounds like they just kind of kept the same kids in the roles and Wonderful. just are doing the whole thing. And these thing. crotchety parents can't be mad because they got their way too. They got, they got their way. This is a win-win. <laughs> and yet I still suspect that the parents are yeah. pissed. Oh yeah. No, if, if the Fort Wayne pride is smart, this should be an annual yes. event. That's do so a, awesome. Do a high school play every year. Yeah. Raise money online for it. And yeah. Just, Go for it. I think it's great. I love it. Well, I have a story also about LGBTQ plus issues. Oh, yeah? This is Mr. Ron DeSantis (laughs) being the piece of work that he is. He's just signed into law um, in Florida. Uh, It will allow medical providers and insurers to deny care based on ethical, moral, or religious beliefs. Oh, great. Yeah. So, wow. like, if you just don't want... Freedom for the... Freedom for, <laughs> for, for doctors. doctors and insurance companies. Like, fight for the big guys. Yeah, yeah. This is... The, the bill doesn't even define what a moral or ethical... Like, what constitutes a moral or ethical belief. So, I, this is yeah. just... By design, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. Like they want this as vague as possible. Yeah. And then to avoid any lawsuit of discrimination. Right. They can just say, well, I ethically didn't. Right. Provide this. Because I don't approve of those people. Right. This is some dicey shit. Totally. Like, like, first of all, it's horrible and it's obviously targeted at the queer community. Right. Right. And like. People seeking gender affirming. And I'm, I'm sure that that's what spawned all of this. Oh, I'm I'm sure. But like, I, th- I thought they'd already handled that. This is like, this is like 
they're just they honestly florida has descended into just madness Mm -hmm. just anti-lgbtq madness Mm -hmm. and yeah it's it's wild like i heard on the radio uh just the other day a story of a young teen trans person who is leaving the state who's fleeing the state right and they had them on uh they had them on the radio on like all all things considered or something like that just talking about yeah i'm getting out of here because it's it's, a hellhole yeah a teenager who feels like they need to get out right and the fact of the matter is not everybody can do that Right. Right. Nor nor should they have to. Right. You shouldn't have to leave. But even if not everybody can. Right. And that's that's really, really, really awful. Yeah. (sighs) Florida is just a race to the bottom at this point. I didn't think anybody could outdo Texas. Right. Stuff. Yeah. And DeSantis is like he is. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm I'm going to be crazier than Trump and just more palatable. (laughs) Is he? No, but <laughs> I find Trump. I mean, I hate Trump, but I find course. him more, more. He's more entertaining than Ugh, DeSantis. No, he's not. Oh my God. There's nothing he... entertaining. Oh God. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know when he gets rolling on something. Like I hate what's coming out of his mouth. Yeah. But he's, he's, there's. He, he's a showman. Yes. And DeSantis is not. No. Right. Anyway, that's amazingly yeah. Florida. awful. Like Dave, my husband, everybody, um, just keeps wanting to like go on vacation to Florida. Mm-mm. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Mm-mm. I don't want to go there. And it's not like, I'm sure we would go and we'd be fine. Right. But uh, I don't want to go. I, there, there, there's so many. I. I I don't even, I don't even feel like I need to pin down reasons. There's so many reasons. Yeah. I don't want to go at this point. And like, whatever they have to offer that you would be going for, yeah. you can find elsewhere. The beaches yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. Right. Disneyland um, or Dis- Disney World. <laughs> Disney you know, Resort. I mean, we're not really Disney Resort people, but yeah. Yeah. Like I I would go to Disney World. I couldn't tra- drag Dave in a million years. I would totally to go, to go with World. you. Would you? Yeah. We can go to Disneyland. I'll go to Disneyland. I love Disneyland. For Euro Disney? Ooh. We could, we could go. <laughs> Ooh. Now you're talking. All righty. Um, well, I love stories like the one that I, I'm about to bring up. This is uh, has to do with the Southern Baptist Convention, which I, this, is, this is just the Southern Baptists, right? They are on... A multi-year downward trend in their numbers. Uh, last year is really sort of the high water mark for losing members. They lost five, almost five hundred thousand members. Is this last year. self-reporting, or how do they track this? this? They are they, they are actually they self-reporting. It. Wow, um, which I think is remarkable because this uh, sort of a similarly sized organization, the, the Mormon Church. Um, Mormons are, have fewer numbers, but it's in sort of the teens of millions, right? They, they will cook their numbers as much as they can. Right. right? Uh, I don't believe, I don't even remotely believe the numbers that they report. Right. Uh, the Southern Baptists 
reporting that they lost a half a million members in 2022. Wow. I believe these numbers. Wow. I believe that they're being legitimately uh, honest. They also lost, and this they're not clear in this article as to the time period in which they lost 416 churches. Oh. They have reported that they've actually lost. What does that mean? Lost? Like they congregations closed. They close up shop, and then yeah. what happens? They just leave um, an empty church sitting there. No, they probably sold sold so the church well. off. I mean, the Southern Baptists um, are more loosely affiliated than what we grew up with okay. in Mormonism, where everything's owned by the central church. Yeah, this is this is there's the congregation. Just closed and sold off there. It's a tanning their... salon now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, or any number of other great uses for old church buildings. I love it when a, an old church building gets repurposed. To a theater. A theater, um, bars. Ooh. Or one that I've love heard of to happening. Go to a church bar. No kidding, right? Um, and then apparently they've also lost a, 165 church type missions. I don't know what that is. I, hmm. I can't even speculate to what that is. Now, while they are overall losing members on their roles, baptisms are rebounding um, since uh, their COVID uh, drop off. Um, they, they did report 180,000 baptisms in 2022, hmm. which is a fair number. Um, and apparently their, um, their, their donations are fairly steady. So I don't think the Southern Baptists themselves are panicking at this point, although they probably should be. Yeah, but, read the writing on the wall. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so apparently they're attributing a lot of this to just old people dying off. Good. Right. If that's what it takes yeah. to get this shitty religion out of here. Old people dying off. Um, there's obviously fewer new people coming in. And, uh, and they've also been in a con the article points out that they've been in a constant, uh, state of crisis in recent years. Um, they've had a, a major sex abuse scandal that we've talked about on the show. Uh, there are ongoing controversies over race that we've talked about. Shocking. Um, and then I think Dan actually shared a, a story about this ongoing feud amongst the, the church's leadership and their direction and everything. So it's kind of this unhinged group at the moment i grew up with uh, surrounded by southern baptists yeah and so for me it's always interesting i would have loved 16 year old me would have loved to know that the southern baptists were about to go down mm -hmm. or at least face controversy mm -hmm. so you could you can approach them with a smile that way when i could have been know that their demise smug. is yeah if it was, no nothing better than a <laughs> smug 16 year old <laughs> Um, a, a smug 16 more year old Mormon. Mormon. Yeah, that's true. You didn't Ooh. have much room for smugness yeah. with the um, Southern Baptists. No, because Mormons <laughs> grew up with that weird sense of superiority. Yeah. So. Ugh. Well, do you know what else is trending downward rapidly? What's that? The birth rates in Italy. <laughs> okay. Because for reasons similar in other countries, it's expensive to have kids. Oh, yeah. Rent is expensive. Healthcare is expensive. Wages aren't going up. Yeah. To match how expensive those things are. Yeah. So what do you do? You want a baby, but you can't afford it. You get a dog. 
Okay. Well, the Pope is not happy about this, and he oh, no. is warning. Fur babies? He doesn't like fur babies? He he told, he was at a, he was at a, a thing where he was speaking to people. I don't know if it was a conference <laughs> or what. But he did, he did convey that he, uh, he conveyed sympathy for like, this is expensive, I get it, but don't have, don't have dogs. He warned uh, that pets are replacing children in households. The Pope recounted how a woman had opened her bag and asked him to bless her baby, except it was not a baby, but a small dog. I lost my patience, he said. I told her off. There what? are many children who are hungry, and you bring me a dog, he added, triggering a round of applause from the crowd. Oh, no. This, this makes me mad for so many reasons. Like, <laughs> first of all, you can have a dog for all's yeah. sake. Yeah. But also, like, if you're mad about people being hungry, children being hungry all over the world, you are the one fucking dude who has a direct line to the guy that can fix that. Like, supposedly, quit bitching about right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. supposedly. <laughs> I mean, in his mind, in he his does. Mind. So right. go fix that. Yeah. And let us have our dogs. Yeah. Well, as somebody, I mean, we both have like. Babies. <laughs> we both have babies. Admit it. I mean, I, 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 I'm always uncomfortable with the whole, like when somebody's like, um, like at the vet or daycare and somebody is like handing me back my dog and they're like, okay, go to your, go to the daddy. daddy. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I know a lot of people really like they, they connect, they, they know that it's not like a parent child relationship, but they connect to, to those those words, right? Yeah. I'm the caregiver. Um, I'm the this caregiver. Little, I'm this little thing that can't take care of himself. Oh my God. I know. And there, I, I mean, I love my little dog and you've got a little dog. I do. That you, he's like a special for. needs baby. And I will, I will <laughs> no. spare no expense yeah. and yeah. Don't come near him. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I mean, you have spent some money on this dog right because he's got a breathing problem he's got collapsing trachea and asthma and norwich terrier upper airway syndrome which is a real thing (laughs) n-t-u-a-s google it there's doctors that that, specialize specialize in norwich terrier upper airway syndrome oh my god but this is the most precious dog and i to me right he's He's my little love and right. fuck the Pope. Yeah. No kidding. And I can't afford kids. Right. So this is what I get. Well, I mean, the Pope's probably like he, uh, he obviously can't have kids himself and he probably just, there's probably rules at the Vatican about him having a dog. Right. <laughs> He's just there's mad. Probably, he should probably, they should probably get him, get him a, dog. a little dog. Totally. Like may, I think his tune would maybe change if yeah. he had like a sweet little. He has little... to like walk it every morning. <laughs> Pick up for it. Clean yeah. up when it throws uh-huh. up. Get up at two in the morning when it's sick and just follow it around cleaning up, <laughs> throw up. Mm-hmm. I do think that's a good uh, idea. The dog runs off with his like his little hat. <laughs> shoes on. His, his weird his, little slipper thing. His little slippers. <laughs> It's like, oh no, Fido. No, no. Um, yeah, it's really, I, I think that it really demonstrates, the Pope saying this, it really demonstrates his real disconnect from 
mo- the, the modern from modern life. Of course. Is, he's, um, isn't like, he like the Pope of the people? This guy of, is more connected and in tune than any Pope probably. Fathom yeah. Why a ton, like hundreds of thousands of Italians are choosing to not yeah. have, they, they are making this choice. Oh yeah. Because it is, and this cost is a, prohibitive. Yeah, it's a it's a nation that really values family as mm-hmm. well. It's kind of baked into the culture. I mean, around the world, people, you know, value family, but Italian family, like that's kind of that's yeah. part of the brand, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, and so like for 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 these you know younger people to be making these decisions, obviously, there's also you know like people like having careers. Right? Yeah. They like having the means to like enjoy their lives. Yeah. Right. And um, sometimes people in those situations choose not to have kids or not to have very many kids. Right. Yeah. Just have one kid. Obviously, he's probably also concerned about, you know, more Catholics being born. Right. Dwindling right? numbers if people aren't. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're babies. if you're like. If your society has become focused on their little dogs um, rather than their little kids, yeah, you you might have some some numbers problems uh, going forward. Oh, golly, the Pope sometimes just needs to shut up. Mm-hmm. Is what I've decided. Mm-hmm. Like he bugs me. He, yeah, yeah, I'm over him. I thought <laughs> I, we I thought we were stepping up with him, but I don't like him anymore. That's you know, like the the, the fact of the matter is. You know, even a good pope is still a pope. <laughs> yeah. Still a Catholic. All leader, popes are bad. The leader of Catholicism, right? Yeah. There's only, he can only be so progressive. He can only be so cool. He can only be whatever. Yeah. He's on, on like, he's, he talks a good talk, this pope, but he's also still kind of just in the same vein mm. as, as all the you know, his predecessors. Yep. Um, it's just the most recent one before him was so cantankerous. Yeah. That um, he seemed like such a breath of fresh air. All right. Well, moving on. Over there in the UK, uh, they have had uh, something of a modern miracle take place. A modern medical miracle. Oh. Um, which are the best kinds. Um, because they're based in science and it's about innovation and the human mind coming up with solutions to health problems. And the one that uh, just happened is the UK had their first, what the media is calling three parent baby. Now I don't really like the fact that the media is calling them three parent babies because Mm -hmm. it's not exactly correct. This is to address the condition, the multitude of conditions that sort of fall under the umbrella of mitochondrial disease. There's there's a whole bunch of different conditions, right, uh, where the mitochondria, and, and just to be clear to anybody out there, the mitochondria are, they're sort of the, the power plants of your cells oh. throughout your body, right? And they're inherited from directly from your mom. And the DNA oh. that that that's in that's in the mitochondria is it's not it's not sort of in normal human and or just in sexual reproduction period um you get a little bit from from the dad a little bit from the mom right genetic material half and half more or less and you have a new a new life form Mm -hmm. mitochondria are just handed down 
right? You get the mitochondria, the exact same DNA, mitochondrial DNA that your mom had. Oh, wow. Right? And so in the event that your mom had sort of faulty mitochondria, you can end up with one of these mitochondrial uh, conditions. Right? Like these are like genetic. These are, it's a, it's a genetic condition, condition that, that you like, only get from your mom because she's the only source. And these are really bad conditions? Really bad conditions. Okay. These okay. are like life-threatening okay. conditions. Um, yeah, a lot swap of people, that out. Yeah. A lot of people with these conditions, uh, the, the, the baby won't, it's oh. not viable okay. or will live very shortly or the person has a very short, has a shorter life. Wow. Like the, the, they range in severity, right? Anyway, so that's kind of the foundation of what's going on. Essentially, this, this accounts for maybe 1% of the genetic information that's being passed along mm-hmm. total, right? So it's hard to call this person one of the, the parents, right. right? It's literally just these little organelles in the cells that happen to, 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 to be critical to life, mm-hmm. right? So there's this treatment where they take an ovum from a donor, an egg from a donor, and they swap in the fertilized nucleus, right? The, the, the nucleus of a fertilized egg mm-hmm. into that mm-hmm. ovum so that it then just takes over the whole thing. That's my understanding of how it works. Hmm. Uh, it does require a third person, but very much on just a donor basis and not like... This and this is, isn't affecting like their eye color. Nothing or, like that. Yeah. All of that, all of that genetic material that stays is, intact with the parents. That's just the two parents. Yeah. All the things that you would ever think about, you know, as far as like genetic um, inheritance and all that, yeah. that is all from the two parents. Right. Um, and then you have this third mitochondrial donor. Right. And, but so this seems like this is a, uh, a great thing. It's Brilliant. been around for a while, but it's it has stirred controversy. It's not something that's done in the United States, apparently, right? Mm. Because we have people, Christians, Ron DeSantis's, <laughs> who think that this is just fucking terrible. Yeah. Right. And they. If God wants your baby to die prematurely, then, then you need to go along with that and be okay with God's plan. Yeah. That's I mean, definitely how some of them think. Yeah. Yeah. How horrible. Yeah. Um, where they start to have a little bit of objection is that there's um, that there are fertilized eggs that oh, get discarded. Of course. Right. In this process, because they need a, f- a handful of them to work with yes. in order to make sure that it's going to work. Yeah. Right. Um, and so that's just no, no, no. You're destroying no, no, no. babies. You, those are those are f- those are babies. Those are humans. Yeah. Those fertilized eggs are humans. Um, and God loves them oh, God. so much. So uh, this there's a Christian charity in the UK called Care that has spoken up against this. Uh, they're, quote unquote, raising concerns. And they feel that an ethical line has been crossed with this treatment. Hmm. Their first point is evidence suggests that transferring nuclear DNA into a, do- a host donor egg cell is unsafe and could impact future generations. Yeah, it's going to impact future generations um, in that they're not passing down these mitochondrial disease. They're saying ev- that that's evidence based. They're saying it's evidence based, yeah, which, I, of course, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Right. 
because they wouldn't like I trust science and medicine yeah. and practitioners of medicine to uh, not just blithely start mixing baby DNA and <laughs> yeah. discarding like, other ones. Right. And- no, I mean, there might be a bad actor. Yes, out there, occasionally right? a whack dog. But like the general consensus here, which is how science works, is that this is safe and yeah. uh, no big deal. Point number two the techniques used also lead to the destruction of human embryos, which raises moral questions, right? Yeah, we're talking about that's that. nothing new for them. Um, and then uh, number three, uh, I love this. There are serious questions about how children will be affected. For example, nobody knows how a child will respond psychologically to the fact that they have three parents. <laughs> You're telling me that my mitochondria <laughs> came was, from someone else? There was this generous woman, this God. generous person who donated I need their... to find her. I need to find my <laughs> real mom. No, my mitochondrial mother. <laughs> oh. You, you mean I don't have the same mitochondria <laughs> as my the woman who raised me? I feel lied to. <sighs> These yes. are not concerns. No. Uh, and the fourth one, uh, the bio the biotechnology being used, whilst well intentioned in this instance, also raises the specter of designer babies. Well, yeah. Designer I mean, baby is different than weeding, weeding out potentially deadly. Yeah. DNA. Yeah. I, I mean, know. and like if you're, if you're getting in there and you're messing around with the human genome, yeah, which this is not. Yeah. Uh, but if you are getting in there and doing that, there are concerns. I, I, I would absolutely right. uh, agree that this is not something that should be taken on lightly. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that before we start actually doing designer babies where it's like, you're picking eye color, eye color and yeah. hair color and how smart Height. is this person yeah. going to be and blah, blah, blah. That kind of stuff causes a little icky feeling in me yeah. where I'm just like, I don't, I don't know that we need to become Gattaca. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, but as far as like, you know, the parent is like, as I think it's a very easy and, and obvious um, argument to make that if the baby is not going to be viable, right, this person will not live more than a very short period of time, that this is something that we can weed out. Absolutely. This makes, this makes total and complete sense. You would think that people who supposedly love life, yeah, who are pro-life and pro having babies, yeah, that they would, they would they wouldn't want a dead baby. Right. Yeah. They you hate dead babies. Yeah. They hate dead babies so much that the, over the issue of not even dead babies, they're destroying this country. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Where like abortion isn't even dead babies. This is dead babies. Yeah, exactly. This is birthed this, babies that died. Yeah, that die soon. Yeah. Thereafter. Yeah. In some instances. Yeah. Right. Um, no, 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 no. Let's let the babies die. Say, but make sure the eggs yeah. always get brought to yeah. into life. Well, and I, honestly, like, I, I'm, I'm also amazed and really worried about these people because it doesn't seem like they're willing to read beyond the headline. Like, because this is the headline. This is the three-parent three baby. baby it, yeah. Right. Like, that is what I saw wherever I looked for this story. You're right that that is a stupid term because it is like 
yeah. triggering like this uh, this response of like what oh my god Hot three parents yeah that's not normal yeah. I mean yeah the there's some fertility stuff coming down the line that these is going to make Christian's heads absolutely blow up but what do you mean just with like scientific uh, development scientific oh, development yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I mean and that probably goes without saying that like as science continues to develop. Christians heads will just blow up left, right and center because they just, they just don't get it. They don't care yeah. to get it. And uh, or this this kind of Christian, I guess I should say, I shouldn't so blanketly paint them. Yeah. So Fair there enough. are some scientific sort of Christians out there. Christians. Sure. They exist. They exist. <laughs> yes. I don't know. them. Well, I've got one one last story here. Mm-hmm. Can I talk about it with you? Yes, please. So, apparently, you guys, uh, you and Dan, have mm-hmm. previously discussed the the pastors with private jets. Oh yeah, we love this topic. Do you? It's been a little while, but there's there's been some really good stories about these guys. Like, like there's one of them, and it, that um, he has like six or seven jets. Jesus, it's like. It's so dumb. Not necessary. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I don't okay, want to hijack well, the story. Well, they're going to, the, the IRS is going to make them start paying higher taxes if they use their private jets for personal reasons. It's like taking a company jet on a personal vacation. Like oh. that's no longer a business expense. Right. So the IRS is charging them a little bit more than they used to. It's actually like not very much money, but it does it it's a step in the direction of like tax these guys tax yeah. them like they are making so much money so, and exploiting their b- followers oh totally and and they're not paying taxes so currently the, they have a jet that the church yeah bought for them right yeah that's probably how they're running it right i think they're i think they're there's the church didn't buy it for them. It is the churches. Okay, the churches jet. Yeah, they fly around in yes. it. Yes, and so currently though they'll just use it however the hell they want. Yeah, they're going and, to Costa Rica on vacation. It's not a business related or church right. related thing. Okay, I mean easy enough for a pastor to just be like, well, I'm, I went out and I all they have to do is yeah. like show up I to met one, with one church. Guy. Yeah, it was a business while they're trip. there. Yeah, totally. Um, but I like the the spirit of it. Which is let's let's uh, treat these guys as we would sort of business a, a business yeah uh, yeah it's it's a step in the right direction. Huh. Did you guys talk previously about this at Pastor Plains social media account? No, this is hilarious. So it's kind of like hidden down in this article, but for me, this is this is a highlight. There is a group called the Trinity Foundation, and their their goal is to kind of like track these personal. Um, expenses of mega millionaire pastors right and they they track their their jets they they apparently that's an easy thing to do like that guy Mm -hmm. that tracked elon musk's plane everywhere so they just do that they just track these pastors jets everywhere and then go like they went to this destination there was not like a scheduled publicized like event right so it was personal use right and like they they want to report all this shit to the irs which is so funny (laughs) And then they have this like, they have social media accounts with the handle at Pastor Plains, and they just show like every day, like here's where they went, here's where oh they're going. Oh my god! They're these are they're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I mean, it's just these pastors are 
as as crooked as can be. I've the name of the guy with like the six jets is totally blanking. I'm I'm blanking on his name, but um, he's just one of the most vile of all the preachers out there, and he does like this prosperity gospel crap, right? And so like like you and I we're sitting here like the this pastor plane tracker right yeah like a lot of their followers are just gonna be like i don't care absolutely like, like the lord has blessed him he gets to go to costa rica yeah, and i lay gave on him beach. my money I, he gets to I go think... to the caribbean yeah and be on the beach and take his private plane Ugh, yeah i my... gave him money so he could buy another jet yeah that that's that's my that that helps my faith grow, yeah right yeah which is just like so gross so so vile yeah these guys are crooked <laughs> all right well if you would like to respond to anything that we've talked about on the show so far um you can do so give us a call leave us a voicemail message that's one way to do it 424-666-8442 or email us at podcast at thinkgodimatheist.com stick around there's more show coming up Hey, Rachel. Yeah? Uh, well, now is the time on the show when we like to play a little audio clip um, of some religious uh, nut job saying something awful from the week. Um, <laughs> and this is Lance Wall now. Uh, he's a he's a big time Trumpy guy, uh, pastor type. And uh, he's got something to say about Tucker Carlson. <laughs> so let's just Ooh. listen in. What is happening here that thrills me is poor Elon Musk, man. I'll tell you what, the hand of God, look at how big God is, folks. This is why our prayers are being answered. See your prayers. Elon Musk buys Twitter. He loses $20 billion, overpays for it. It's hurting his portfolio. Then Tucker gets knocked off of Fox. Why? He said it because he bumped up on the limits one too many times and the Murdochs got rid of him. But now these two have joined forces my prayer is that Twitter now is going to recover the vitality and the traffic it had before. Elon's not going to lose money because God put it on him to buy it. And this is all a sign that truth is coming back, Gene, into our country, and that if we will hold to the truth and be courageous, we will see the populist uprising of a faith community bringing awakening to America and restoring this destroyed civic structure. I think Tucker, I said it all along, and the New York Times quoted me on it this week, Tucker is a secular prophet. He's someone in the, in the community of journalism that God is speaking through. Tucker Carlson is a prophet. He's a prophet. <laughs> Does this guy not know that Tucker Carlson doesn't even believe what he says? Oh, he doesn't care. He doesn't that care. He there are there are messages yeah. showing that he says things he doesn't believe. Yeah. yeah. But but that's surprisingly, that's a a, a, a common way for God to work. Oh. Right. Oh. Because they love Trump, even though Trump is like always this horrible, you know, rapist of a human being. (laughs) Right. And and and, and yet somehow he's sort of God's tool on Earth. Um, And Tucker Carlson is now a well, I don't even know what a secular prophet is. I kind of 
I kind of get what he means, but like I've never heard of this concept before. What does he mean? I think he just means that like he's not a religious figure. Right. Right. Um, And so he's not. He's a prophet outside of religion. He's a prophet outside of religion. He's saying God's words while not being religious or a believer. I seriously, these, the, whatever works for uh this this brand of of uh christianity at this point they'll just grab on to yeah these christian nationalists the maga yeah. types they will just grab on to any interpretation of reality that benefits them yeah and so now they're now tucker carlson is a quote unquote secular prophet well mm. that's that's just that's lovely that's good Good for Tucker Carlson. He's, yeah, he's stepping up. And what they're what he was referencing there, and I should probably mention that. I guess Tucker Carlson's going to be doing like a show on Twitter. Oh, right? that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. I probably should have put that in. He's going to revive Twitter. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea from like a business perspective. Like, if they're trying to bring people eyes into Twitter, Tucker Carlson well, has a following. Right. The people that left Twitter aren't the ones that are watching Tucker Carlson. Well, the people who watch Tucker Carlson, most of them probably can't figure out how to get Twitter to work. <laughs> their, They'll be asking their grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> how do I download how, a tweet? How, how do you get the Tucker Carlson <laughs> yeah. on my phone? I heard he's on the, my phone now. How do you get him on my phone? Yeah. So typically at this point in the show, everyone, let's just acknowledge the fact that we have a, a guest host. I should have done that at the beginning of the show. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. Thanks for for being here. Dan is, he's, uh, he's at a memorial service up in Canada. Um, So yeah, it's a, he's got got family up in in, in Canada. So he's up tending to that. He and Andrea are up there. So thank you so much for sitting in. Of course. And, uh, and helping out. It's always fun to have you on the show. Yeah. This is typically the point in the show where we would do emails and thank new patrons it's a, it's usually just easiest and best save all that for when both of us, both Dan and I are, are on the show. So that's what we're going to do this week as well. So uh, when Dan comes back, we'll get to your emails and uh, it, we'll get also to any new uh, supporters of the show. Good. But if you would like to, to join in and support the show in the meantime, you can do so go to our website. Thank God and click on the support tab. And there's some options there. Let's just roll right into our topic for the second half of the show, which is dreams. Dreams. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Without going into detail about this dream that I had last night, it was the kind of uh, creepy dream that had me up for uh, probably about 90 minutes. Oh. Uh, it was about four o'clock when I woke up going, ugh, God. That sucked. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it was probably about an hour and a half. Um, but it was, a, there was a, uh, the devil showed up in this dream and <laughs> wow. it was like a chase dream. Ew. And, yeah. It was pretty awful. The line that I remember was, oh, I can't even remember. I wrote it down because I was like, that was really, really, really wretched. It was like, oh, I hope you die today <gasps> is what was being scrawled you know how words don't really work well like written words don't really show up in dreams 
very well. Mm, okay. It was pointed out to me a while back, and I've sort of paid attention to it. Interesting. Since I, I don't remember all my dreams, but I remember a lot of dreams. And uh, and it's I, words just don't, they're not permanent. They just disappear from the page, okay. right? And so there was this scrawly text that was just like, I hope you die tonight. God. Right? And I was just like, Ugh. I just woke up feeling really gross. And anyway, in those 90 minutes, I started thinking, well, you know, actually, like, the people put a lot of importance onto dreams. Yes. Right. And how glad am I that I'm a, like, try to be a rational human being and I try to use reason and I don't believe in the supernatural. Right. And so I can take a dream like that and just be unsettled by it because it was unsettling right because yeah. in the mo- in the dream it's terrifying yeah right and you wake up with that emotion and it kind of takes a minute for it to, to pass yeah and it got me thinking though because there's there is such a strong impulse that i think we have uh generally as human beings to try to find meaning yes right and it's 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 ultimately it's just how our brains are made. The, our brains are looking for patterns. They're looking for story mm-hmm. and narrative, and um, and so when we have these 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 dreams, and you wake up from it, or any dream, like you could just have a bizarre dream where there was just like weird images, and you're left the next day going, well, like what does it mean when all my teeth fall out? Right. Right. In my dream. And you get online and you look around and it's like, yeah. Oh, it means I'm just nervous. About yeah. Something. It's pretty common. actually. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, but at the same time, like they could have told me that it means that I'm like, you know, thinking a lot about like, like whatever. Right. It's like tarot card reading right. and, or palm reading or fortune telling. Like, the 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 answers about the dreams and what different things mean um it just seems so thanks siri um (laughs) seems so sort of just generalized and and speaking to such typical human anxieties and concerns that who knows if there's any actual real meaning behind any of this interpretation right so I don't know, like, what do you, what do you think about all of this? Like, as far as like, <laughs> well, you kind of brought up earlier before the show, this dream mm-hmm. and like the perspective of if you are a believer, oh, if yeah. you believe in Satan and then you have a dream like that yeah. where he's chasing you and saying like, I'm going to kill you today or whatever. Yeah. Or you're going to die. Right. Like you got to read into that if you believe in Satan. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. How terrifying. Yeah. No, I know, right? Like, and yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> if 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 I was a uh, uh, one of these, if I was a Lance Wallnow type, yeah. Right? Like if I had my little Twitter, or I'm sorry, my little YouTube following, mm-hmm. right? And I put out videos, or had my little podcast, or whatnot. I do have my little podcast, but it's a different podcast. Like if I if I was that type. Yeah, I would be like, oh, my God, the devil's after me today. Yeah. Like, right? what did I do? I need to get yeah. right with the Lord now. Yeah. But I need to go and volunteer all day. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what these guys are going <laughs> to yeah, go do. These, these assholes aren't yeah, doing that. No. But They're like, let me get my jet and get away from yeah, this. Yeah, holy crap. The devil's going to get me. It's like, fly, fly away. Yeah. Um. No, yeah, it's like, like it, it seems like 
it would be so easy to fall into some really bad traps and to put set yourself up for some really bad days. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> right? would be very easy for your brain to just make the connection. Oh, yeah. you've done something well, wrong. I had a dream. My dad's elderly. Um, he's 81 now. Hmm. And I had a dream probably like six months ago. It was like one of those right before you wake up. So your normal wake up time dreams. Um, I woke up remembering this dream that he had died. Hmm. Right. And my fir- my very first thought was, oh, please don't actually let him die today. Yeah. Cause now I got to no. reconcile that I don't believe <laughs> in this sort of thing. And I know that it would just be coincidence because yeah, like he's old, he could die any day. Yeah. Right. Or he could live in that. He's, he's, he's in that place of being really elderly that if my mom, whenever my mom calls, I won't be surprised. Right. Mm, yeah. I'll be sad. Of course. Right. But like, but it could be five years. Right. Right. Or it could be tomorrow. Tomorrow, Yeah. So, and that's on my mind. Right. So I'm going to have dreams like this. Right. Yeah. And I just, I don't want to have to deal with the confirmation bias of like, yeah, it happened. I had a dream today. That my dad died and then my dad died. I have a friend and um, she is, her dad died a couple years ago, right Uh around the same time my dad died. And so she kind of talks to me a lot about, Mm. she wasn't there when her dad died. She lives in a different country. He lived in a different country. She's here. Oh, right. And, um, but she had a dream that he died the week before he died and he died suddenly and he wasn't unhealthy and he wasn't old. Oh, wow. And she still just like constantly brings it up with me and I kind of just have a blank stare. I don't know how to, Hmm. I don't know how to tell her, like, I don't think it meant anything. I don't think your dream, you didn't do this or you didn't, you know, that it was nothing related to your dream. Right. It just fucking happened. And she she, doesn't want to hear that. She, she has a medical degree. She is not a religious person, right? but she is convinced that she foresaw her father's death. And that she should have gone home. Oh. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, wow. I know. But you can't live your life based on any old dream. No. Right? Yeah. Like, who, who, who would ever think after having a dream like that, I need to fly halfway around the world, literally, in this case. Yes. Right? Um, In order to. To be with my dad before he dies. Right. No, nobody. And how do you that. tell your dad? I had a dream you're dying, so I'm coming home. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Like how That's, weird. Yeah. No, like we. God, the human mind, right? Yeah. Like it's just so easy to fall into these, these little traps mm-hmm. of thinking, um, and just you know the, the whole yeah that idea that otherwise really rational people can can fall into like like trying to interpret their their dreams in this way yeah right like i i'm not gonna like i'm sure there are some listeners out there right now who are like no like there are themes that that are are useful right yeah that like and and that 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 seem to be true for me like the whole teeth falling out one i have the the recurring dream where i'm i show up to class and I missed the whole fucking semester and it's a final. I, I have it one. all the time. Isn't, yes. And it means something. It clearly is something going on in my life. Right. 
but it's not like it's not predictive of something. No. It's just speaking to maybe you're I'm dealing with some anxiety or, something. or yeah. yeah. And it's just like and 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 that 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 stuff's harmless. Yeah. And I guess that's really essentially not what we're talking about no. here. We're talking about uh, assigning meaning meaning to if future events. Yeah. Right. Like um, that 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 our brains or our 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 dreaming brain can be pre- can predict the future. Somehow. Yeah, it would be it would be a mind fuck. One that I know that I could deal with, but one that I would ha- I would one hundred percent. If I had a dream in the morning, if I woke up with the dream that my dad had died, and then I get a call and my dad died, I wouldn't tell anyone. Hmm. I would, really, I would I would maybe tell Dave. I'd maybe tell you yeah. that, it, oh my God, it was kind of freaky, right? But like, I wouldn't want that out there. A, I wouldn't want it to get to my mom. Oh. Right? Sheesh. Because she would be like, oh my God, he's yeah. still a believer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how sad. The, the Lord is speaking through him. <laughs> yeah. And yet he doesn't acknowledge it. It's so sad. <laughs> right? And it's like, no, no. I don't know. I just, I, yeah. But anyway, so I had a dream once. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of my dreams, but I had a dream once about Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and I never cared about him. I never watched a single movie he was in. But I'm telling you, this dream was like 20 years ago, and I have ever since been like madly in love with him. <laughs> it changed the course of my life. I feel what like. kind of dream? It was, was this? a very sexy Dwayne the Rock Johnson dream, but I am so in love with him now from one dream 20 years ago. So dreams are very powerful. <laughs> no, that, and, but that's the thing. They are powerful. Yeah. They, I'm like, not kidding. You. I am in love with him. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, I, I sort of knew this. I didn't know it was from yeah. a dream. Isn't that silly? That's wild. I know. Like, dreams have so much power to control <laughs> our stupid brains. <laughs> well, I mean, if if it was a really vivid dream. It and, was wonderful. Yeah. 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 So, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's quite go. the story. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing. Yeah. God. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know that I've ever had a dream quite like that. I feel like for in for me, I, I, I definitely identify with the whole college exam. Yeah. Finals. It's fine. It's like I'm running around looking for that class. The classroom. That I signed up for and I never went to a single class. Yeah. And then sometimes in the middle of that dream, I'll find out about another yes. class. I was supposed to, I'm, it's an A oh. day, not a B day. And I'm supposed to be at a different class. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh my God. That, that one's that? really, like I t- know. They're so annoying. But apparently that one, I've heard that that one is almost universal for people who, who went to college. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> We're just all traumatized. <laughs> Tra- yeah. Like, because I mean, like there, there's something about like, finals and the stress and studying yeah. and it's just like just just plants itself but like into you your are not the type of person psyche. i am not the type of person that would ever not show up to a class correct but and i've had that dream so happening. many times right that i'm fairly convinced that there was a class that i didn't show up for <laughs> even saw. in real life like Did i'm you like fail? was there what class did i just not go to <laughs> there must be one um i mean 
I was I was a I was a pretty pretty good student, pretty good college student. I bet there were there were there were occasionally classes where I was like, I just can't go to that. Today. Yeah, sure, right. But I don't think I I you never just like flaked out, go. right? Like I didn't do as well as I could have, sure, because I just hated whatever history of jazz. Oh no, I never took that oh. one. I would have loved that. No, I think mine was. Um, and it's actually a class that I would probably love now, but it was um, anthropology. Oh, yeah. Um, it was actually probably a class that I would love now. Yeah. Anthropology, like 101 or whatever. A great class. And at the time, I just like, I sat there. I think it was a bad connection with the professor. It's like, I was like a freshman or something. And I just remember just being like, I hate this class. Mm-hmm. I hate this so much. <laughs> which is terrible. Well, I was just like morphologically modern humans versus <laughs> anthropocipacines or whatever. Jesus. And I was just like, I just, I can't. Oh, this yeah. There's is so... some better subject matter in anthropology. Yeah. Class. This was like really Sheesh. like, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's the show today. I think that was good. It was great. Yeah. That was fun. Thanks Best again. Show ever. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Top 10 for sure. <laughs> At least. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for, for filling in. We really do appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, and just a reminder, if you do want to join in on our 600th episode live recording, uh, email us at podcast. Thank God I'm atheist.com. And just put in the subject line. Uh, 600th episode you can also email us at that email address if you just have something you want to say to us a question a comment about the show uh, continuation of any of our discussions um, we're we love hearing from you also you can uh, leave us a voicemail if you want to talk about anything on the show uh, the telephone number is 424-666-8442 if you'd like to join one of our members only lounges go to our website thinkgodimatheist.com slash members only and if you'd like to support the show you can also go to our website and look for the support tab thanks to the red rock hot club for the use of their music and to gordon johnston for the use of his music and as always a big thank you to all of you for tuning in we sure do appreciate it thanks so much bye-bye